welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 163. We're going to talk about Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. My name is John, and it's just me by myself. This is... um. Very interesting. I think this is the second time I've done this for Tornado Tag Radio. I um, thought Marianne would be joining me this week, but I forgot that she extended her stay in New Orleans by a couple of days. And I thought rather than replace her with someone else, uh, I mean, actually, the only other person that would have replaced her would have been Nick, who pulled a me and drove down to L.A. this weekend. So it's just me. Just me talking about the graps should be an interesting time for everyone. We're going to take some questions from Facebook as well. I have promised my good friend Calvin that this will be less than 30 minutes because it's just one person talking. So what what is really the point? We open Monday Night Raw with Stephanie McMahon. She comes out and she has her arm in a sling and she basically says... I want to welcome out my friend, Rhonda Rousey. Rhonda comes out. Stephanie is just putting her over like crazy. And at the end, they hug or they shake hands. And Rhonda gets that scowl on her face. And she snaps Stephanie's arm. And she is just, she's done. That's it. Her arm is broken. She's destroyed. We probably won't see her for a little while. So, very first match of Monday Night Raw, we had Nia Jax, the new Raw Women's Champion, come out. Fans chanting, you deserve it. And Alexa Bliss comes out with uh, Mickey James. And Bliss talks about how Nia Jax is just a big bully who picked on Mickey at WrestleMania. And unfortunately, once again, we went to the fat shaming which is terrible and not good for this angle at all. It's just, why are we doing this? Anyway, Naya says, shut up, Alexa. You were you were dumb and I hate you now. We are not friends anymore. And Alexa says, well, you know what? You don't have any friends, so who's going to be your partner? You don't have one because nobody likes you. And she goes, oh, oh, I have a partner. And we get our first surprise debut, uh, the former NXT Women's Champion, Ember Moon, on her way out, uh, and then we had Ember Moon and Nia Jax taking on the team of Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. This was a fun match. It showcased Ember uh, to her fullest. She's going to be so great on the main roster. I've been following her career since she was Athena wrestling in Texas, and um, yeah, she's super cool. Uh, she hits the eclipse on Bliss, and <laughs> I'm pr- it almost looked like she broke Alexa's nose, but they get the win and we move on, and I we I love these backstage segments with Kurt Angle on the phone, and he's like, yeah, we got Ember Moon, she's great, and you know what else? We Oh, wait, there's somebody else here. So we find out there's going to be a superstar shakeup next week, and um, I, I'm very interested to see how that turns out and who is going where. And he is interrupted by one half of the... Raw, the new Raw Tag Team Champions, Braun Strowman. And Braun walks in, and he is followed by his, I believe his, uh, well, his fourth grade partner, Nicholas, who will make my top 100 list of wrestlers. Um, Over The Undertaker, that's for sure. Nicholas 
confirmed a better wrestler than The Undertaker. Braun says, we were happy to win the titles last night, but due to... I can't remember exactly what he said, but I feel like Braun said, Nicholas has a prior, prior engagements. He's still in the fourth grade, or it was something like that. It was very funny, a very good segment. In the end, Braun says, well, when he's done with school, we're coming back for those titles. And Nicholas says that uh, whoever their opponents will be, will, they'll get these hands. So that was a lot of fun. And then we got our second surprise debut uh, no way jose from nxt comes out with the conga line um this match was literally two moves we got the big wind-up punch for the quick win and no way jose is is on monday night raw the bar they are backstage with kurt angle and they want their tag team titles but they just want them handed back to them because braun and nicholas relinquished them and angle says that's not happening but i'll let you know you will face the winners of the Tag Team Eliminator to determine who will be the new Raw Tag Team Champions at the uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble, which is an event that is, just seems... Look, I don't know. It's just very strange. So that that match was... And, oh, by the way, I watched the entire Raw this week. I, I didn't watch the Hulu version because I didn't want to miss anything. We had Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson taking on The Revival. Um, this is a fun match. Revival ends up getting the win with the Shatter Machine. And it's good to see the Revival getting a, not only a win, but a a tag team title shot. I think that's, well, they're going to be on their way to a tag team title shot, is is what I'm trying to say here. We have the new Intercontinental Champion, the Grand Slam Champion now, Seth Rollins. He just needed that Intercontinental Champion, and he got it at WrestleMania. And now every member of the Shield is a Grand Slam Champion, which which is actually pretty cool if you do think about it. Uh, Finn, Finn Balor, Prince Devitt, Fergal, young Fergal comes out and he interrupts Seth Rollins celebration. And he says, Hey, I want to challenge you. And they shake in the middle of the ring, but out comes all hail the Miz, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas in tow. And the Miz says he's more than happy to interrupt this celebration. And he says that Rollins doesn't deserve this. Uh, this was some Funny stuff, I will say for sure. The Miz says everything that he he realizes now that everything he does affects his daughter's life, and he he actually started crying. And and Miz says Rollins when Rollins defeated him at WrestleMania, he made his his newborn daughter cry, which made his wife cry, which then made the Miz cry. And the entire times Rollins is like has like a serious like okay man i'm sorry hey hey i'm sorry i made your entire family cry but then it turns into shoot week and rollins says miz you're not going to get a title shot because you can't lace my boots you're nowhere near as good of a wrestler as i am i believe he said that's whatever you i'm glad you admitted you cried because that's what everyone does when they watch you wrestle holy hell goodness so looks like we're going to get a little Three on two action here, but the third surprise, Raw, full of many surprises, SmackDown, well, I guess we know which is the confirmed day show in WWE's mind. Uh, Jeff Hardy makes a return, and he stands with Rollins and Balor, and the Miztourage bails. (sighs) We had a Mandy Rose versus Sasha Banks match uh, with Mandy Rose getting the ring, the ring, getting the win. And then giving Paige the ring, 
to uh, unfortunately Paige announcing her retirement. She says she has to leave and find something else to do due to too many neck injuries, which is uh, terrible because she's only 25 and we she made her comeback after the whole Del Rio saga and it looked like she was on her way and then she got injured and that was that was it. Elias is in the ring and he's going to play a song for us and the crowd is just going absolutely crazy for him. They are very excited and he's about to sing his song and uh, some music interrupts him and we have former TNA world champion Bobby Lashley making his return to WWE and he beats up Elias and he walks away. So Bobby Lashley back in WWE. Pretty fun, I think. Kurt Angle backstage again on the phone saying, yeah, everything's crazy. Bobby Lashley, Jeff Hardy, everybody is here. Hold on, someone's coming in. And we have the the newly unemployed Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They are looking for a job. And Angle says, my tag division is full, but I heard TNA is hiring. Holy shit. Just throw in the shade. And Owens and Sammy roll their eyes because they don't want to go there. But, I mean, I've heard the product's pretty good now, so why not? Owens says he has kids, and he's just looking for an opportunity. Sammy wants a shot, too. Angle says, I have one spot on my roster. You two can fight each other for it. And they're like, all right, cool. And they leave. Heath Slater and Rhino are in the ring, and they want competition. They are issuing a challenge to any tag team in the back, which, I mean... I'm sure a team that we are already familiar with from Monday Night Raw would show up, but nope, that is not what happened. The former NXT Tag Team Champions, the Authors of Pain, with Paul Ellering in tow, answer the challenge, and they just destroy Heath Slater and Rhino. And uh, it looks like the Authors of Pain, they're leaving with Ellering, and they stop him, and they walk by themselves, and Ellering is just sitting there by himself, looking all angry. So I wonder if he's just done with WWE or if he's going to find another tag team to because he was dissed by the Authors of Pain, in my opinion. The Big Dog, the greatest wrestler of all time, the not-retirer of The Undertaker because The Undertaker just doesn't know when to go away. Um, Roman Reigns comes out, and uh, the boos pick up, of course. And he says, I got my ass beat last night. And he goes, but once again, Brock Lesnar's not here, and I am. And, man, uh, Roman kind of, uh, he's shooting a little bit. He says he got to the Superdome. Everything felt off. Everyone was looking at him differently. And he says Vince McMahon couldn't even smarten him up. But he does know that Brock is one hell of a businessman. So we all thought Lesnar was leaving to go to UFC, but apparently, uh, I guess, Depending on who you believe, some backstage shenanigans happened, and uh, Lesnar is with with the company for at least one more match. And Roman says, if you keep putting me in matches with Lesnar, because he's going to be booked in a cage match at the Greatest Royal Rumble uh, for the WWE Universal Championship, uh, he knows that it will eventually end with him becoming champion. Reigns drops the mic, but once again, another returning superstar, Samoa Joe, comes out and he says Reigns failed. That makes him a failure. And he says he's lied to the fans, his family, and himself. And he says because he always gets jacked up when he's in the ring with Lesnar. 
and Joe just keeps he's going on and he's talking about, you know what, when you're done when you're done with Brock, I'll meet you at Backlash and I'll just put you to sleep. So Samoa Joe is back and I'm very excited because uh main roster Samoa Joe is just some good stuff. Second tag team eliminator match to determine who will face the revival, uh Matt Hardy and uh the new Woken Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, taking on Titus Worldwide. Uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt take the win. I mean, nothing nothing too exciting there, honestly. Um, also, truthfully, I did not watch the Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens match because I, I, I heard it ended in a double countout, so no one gets a job, and nobody really knows what's going with that, what's going on with that. Main event was The Miz and The Miz Tourage taking on Jeff Hardy, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. Uh, Jeff Hardy looked really good coming back from injury. This is a fun little match. The the fans love Seth Rollins. Um, they love chanting "Burn it down, Adam!" And uh, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, and Finn Balor get the win on the SmackDown. Oh boy! Shane McMahon comes out and he says WrestleMania 34 was a success. We saw the return of Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan uh, turned in his resignation to become a full time member of the SmackDown roster, or just of you know, be a WWE superstar, which means he'll probably get drafted to Raw. But anyway, we need a new general manager. And uh, Shane McMahon introduces the newly retired Paige, which was great. So Paige is the new commissioner of SmackDown, which is good. Keeps her on the road and hanging out. And we get to see her every week. That's great. Good stuff. She also announces that we are going to see Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles in a non-title match in the main event. So off to a good start. Uh, we had, we're having a number one contender match here between the New Day and the Usos to determine who will go on to Saudi Arabia at the greatest Royal Rumble to face the Bludgeon Brothers. I was going to say the Brothers of Bludgeon, Luke Bludgeon and Eric Bludgeon, which is not their names. I mean, the New Day and the Usos always put on a great match. Always, always good stuff. Can't do any wrong here. Just a solid match. Usos end up winning. They are the new number one contenders. The Bludgeon Brothers come out and they point their gigantic mallets at the Usos. And um, yeah. Naomi versus Natalia. A solid match. Naomi, as always, just great. Natalia, as much as we don't like her, she is a good wrestler. So we will give her that. Naomi gets the win in this match. Um, so someone asked a question about this, and I will I will answer it a little more later. But we got a backstage segment with Renee Young, and she is talking to Shinsuke Nakamura, and she says, <laughs> "She's like, what you did? People are saying like you are a poor sport. It was it was disgusting what you did." And she goes, "Why would you tarnish the dream match?" And Nakamura says, "Maybe I got too emotional, uh, and I'm not really sure what happened." And he says. But I am, as he's saying it, he goes, but I am very sorry for what happened to AJ. And he's wink, he winks at Renee as as he says it. And she, Renee says, why? I don't understand why. And Shinsuke Nakamura says, sorry, I don't speak English and walks away. Uh, we will talk about that a little later. We will, guys. It's okay. Uh, Charlotte Flair comes out and she is just putting over the match she had. With Asuka at WrestleMania defeating the streak. And she says, who's next? Who will be the next person to challenge the queen? And we get our first surprise debut. 
of the iconic duo Peyton Royce and Billy Kay from NXT. The crowd uh, really loved this, and Peyton and Billy just did a fantastic job of just dragging Charlotte through the mud. They're like, oh, is there anybody else you want to thank for your for your match? That's great. We don't care. You need to stop talking about the past because the future is looking right at you. And uh, Flair attacks Peyton first, but Billy, the numbers game, catches up. They just destroy her. They're just throwing her all over the place and mocking her as they do it. And they walk up the ramp, and who should come down but Carmella, Miss Money in the Bank. And she cashes in her money in the bank, and she uh, gets the one, two, three, and we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion, Carmella. She's had that briefcase for... I don't know if she's had it for over a year, but she's had it to close for a year. So good for her. This should be interesting to see what happens here. Uh, number one contenders match for the United States Championship. Uh, Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, and Rusev. Uh, I knew Rusev didn't win, so I didn't watch this match. So your new number one contender is Randy Orton. So we're going to have Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal at Backlash. So there you go. Doing that whole thing. We then had AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, and my goodness, this match was a lot of fun. It's just very strange to see Daniel Bryan back in the ring, but it's also fantastic because, you know, we missed him. And this is a match. This is one of the matches that we get to see now. Just just think of the possibilities, folks. And the way that this match ended, which was a DQ, because uh, Shinsuke decides he wants to ruin this match. Um, he hits... Both well, he he looks at both men and hits Daniel Bryan with the bamaye because I still can't say Kin Sasha, which I said it wrong. I said it like it's Kin and Sasha Banks, but that's fine. I'll figure it out one day, people. It's okay. Uh, after the bell, <laughs> Nakamura t- turns his attention to AJ. Um, he gives him another low blow, and he l- leaves. And the fans chant, "You suck at Nakamura," and he is just smiling, very smiley, very smiley face. And that that's SmackDown and Raw. That's all I watched it this week, you guys. It's been a busy week. 24 minutes. Let's answer some questions, shall we? Calvin, are you timing me? I've got almost six minutes left. Uh, how much crossover should WWE pay into the Owens and Sammy storyline? Should they fork out cash Oh, to TNA, ROH, or New Japan for a one-time appearance only? So, I mean, they already have... Kevin Owens has... His store is back on Pro Wrestling Tees, and we did have the El Generico store back for a little while, so they are letting them do something to some extent. I think if they let them go to ROH and be Kevin Steen and El Generico tag team in a one-off, that would be amazing. But, Calvin, you have to remember, we hoped for a very similar thing when CM Punk, we didn't know if he was signed or not, and he won the title and left, and he showed it up at an indie event. So... I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll let them do this. You know, sometimes WWE does do really cool shit, and this could be one of those times. Javier asks, what are my overall thoughts on WrestleMania? I posted a graph on my Facebook page, which was just, it started out really well and just nosedived real, real bad. I thought it had a lot of promise. I thought the card layout could have been better because it started out real hot and then ended real, real cold. But, um... I still maintain, I think, Santa Clara's WrestleMania was the last really good WrestleMania, and I will stand by that. Rusev came out on a tank. Come on. 
Calvin asks, how far do you see Nakamura's heel turn going? Can they do it right creatively? Um, will we get to see more chaos Nakamura? I like this Nakamura, this very cocky, doesn't care Nakamura. Kind of feels like somebody else I know who also wrestles in New Japan. Huh. Anyway, uh, I think it's good. I I saw some of my friends had issue with him saying, oh, me no speak English. Um, and I can understand that. I think what I would have, from, from my standpoint, I would have rather him, when she asks him a question, he just responds in Japanese. I think that would that would be better, just in my opinion. That's what I think. But uh, they can do a lot with this Nakamura heel turn, I think. I think it'll be it'll be super cool. Um, Javier also asks, who do you think will be the surprise call-ups in the shake-up next week? Did they do call-ups in the last shake-up? I honestly can't remember, but um, if Andrade Cien Almas is not up in the... And now I haven't checked NXT spoilers because I know they just uh, filmed a bunch of shows. But if he's not up there, man... I think he's ready. He's he is ready to go. He's ready to make a name for himself. And Zelina better be with him too. I'm trying to think of who else I would want to call up. They they actually called up everyone that I thought they would. Um, I don't think them calling up anyone else would be beneficial to to anyone else or to any brand right now. I think I think they're good right now, in my opinion. But I think Andrade Cien needs to come up. Other than that. I don't think I would tap into the women's division too much more than you already did. And I can't really think of anybody else. I, You know what? I could almost see them just calling up Lars Sullivan just because that seems like a Vince guy. And don't get me wrong. I love Lars Sullivan. I think he's fantastic. Um, but I could see that being like a... Like, remember when Rusev came out during the Royal Rumble and we were like, what? Rusev? It'd be like one of those call-ups, I think. That's just my opinion. Um, that's all I got this week, you guys. Um, if you listened to this and you enjoyed it, let me know, and Marianne will never come back. No, I'm just kidding. She, I can confirm she is alive um, as of four to five hours ago. So there you go. Just keep her in your thoughts and prayers as she travels throughout this uh, United States of America. Anyway. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, Finally North, they do our music. They might be a band still. We're not really sure. So head on over to finallynorth.com and find out. NOTLG.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts or a mug or think those are the only two items we have or just buy an notlg shirt with our little zom geek logo that would be cool um our patreon patreon.com slash notlg uh shout out to the aforementioned calvin shout out to chris shout out to everybody that donates to us to, to keep keep this train rolling and last but not least just head on over to notlg.com we have so many podcasts we have podcasts for everyone if you enjoy comics, we have Girls Interrupting. If you enjoy comics that are also television shows, we have Bam Pow TV. If you enjoy Survivor, Outwit, Outplay, Outcast, you've heard Nick on here. He's on that every week. If you like anime, Lunch Hour Anime Special. And if you love music, Monthly Music Digest, we talk about the music that was released that month. And, I mean, if you like Doctor Who, 
first of all, if you're listening to this show and you like Doctor Who and we have not had a conversation on Twitter, what is wrong with you? Uh, check out Podcastica. We will be releasing a new episode next week. So uh, join us again next week as we talk about the superstar shakeup and uh, how SmackDown gets shafted in that as well. Uh, there's only one thing left to do, so let's uh, ring that bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.